0: The world of nutrition and fitness can all be so complicated and overwhelming, it's hard to know what theory to go with or eating plan makes the most sense for you. I read and study nutrition and fitness and longevity more than any other topic, and the thing that I've learned is that it doesn't need to be so complicated. And while, of course, every body is different, it helps so much to simplify it. Ready? The best way to be lean and strong and lose weight is by doing two things, build muscle, and consume protein. It's honestly that simple. In this podcast, we're going through these concepts plus other key concepts I think we need to be thinking about and having in our routines like hydrating with electrolytes and taking magnesium powder every night and sleeping at least seven hours, getting in 10,000 steps, taking your collagen and your creatine. But the thing is, this is a lifetime journey of learning and training and getting stronger. This podcast will help simplify things and motivate you for all the right reasons Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. My favorite type of podcast episodes to record myself and listen to as a listener are episodes where people share things that it took them a very long time to learn and condense it down and make it simple and bring me that valuable information. So I try to show up on this podcast and do this every time. And I think this topic is a very good example of what's taken me so long to really learn and simplify. And I think in the world we live in now, there's just so much more information, right? We have access to audiobooks and podcasts and YouTube videos. And even just through Instagram and Instagram stories, we have access to real experts and doctors and people doing research and tests. Um so we can, you know, before we were reading studies or reading textbooks or having to look up articles, but now it's just so easy to get information by really really smart people. And a lot of times I kind of hesitate to do episodes like this because I don't want it to come off like I have all the answers, but that's the whole point of this is this is a lifetime journey. And if I spend hours and hours researching and studying and so much money too, working with my doctors, we have kind of more of a team of doctors than I think most people do just because my husband's advanced health conditions. Also, my passion for health and nutrition and longevity and learning I spend so much time on it and I do so much with it that it makes me very excited to share with you not just what works for me or what I learned or what I think, but more so what these really smart people around me, both actually around me in real life and virtually through audiobooks, podcasts, YouTube, to kind of bring together what I think will be the most valuable. And what I wish I would have learned and known 10 years ago, this simply, I can't tell you how many different types of eating plans I've done now. I've never been a fan of diets or anything extreme, just because I think this is a a lifelong thing. I think that anytime we kind of go extreme, we end up rebounding and kind of gaining the weight back. And also we know that losing weight and building muscle is a long game thing. It doesn't happen overnight. There's not quick fixes while there can certainly be things that can help you get a boost. I think that we need to look about it in the long term and think about longevity more than looking good right now at this age. I promise you, as we age, we will we will wish we thought more about eating and training for longevity more than looks as we get older. It's hard to think that we will all be old, older one day, but we will. So there's no better time than now to think about it that way and to plan what we eat and how we spend our time moving to support this. Okay. Two things. I'm going to get into like kind of my other favorite things that I mentioned in the introduction, but honestly, it's so simple. Weight train and consume protein. Lift weights and eat lots of protein. And the best part about doing this is while both can seem hard at the beginning, they both make you feel so much better. By lifting weights and getting stronger, you have more energy and you're burning fat throughout the day. I think so many of us have spent so many years really focusing on cardio because it's like, oh, cardio makes you sweat the most, burns the most calories, therefore burns the most fat. But what we know now is that's simply not true. You do not lean out on a treadmill or an elliptical. You lean out with weights because by building muscle, then your body is burning calories, burning fat all throughout the day, just not, not just in the moments when you are actually working out. So what we know is that building muscle helps you to get stronger. Oh, I was saying why they both make you feel good, right? So feel good in the here and now. So when you're stronger, you obviously have more energy. You feel like you can do more. You don't hit that three o'clock crash as much. Or by the end of the day, you're not like, I physically can't even walk another step because you have more energy. You're simply stronger. And while eating more protein helps you feel better, ideally 100 grams per day, is you get to eat a lot of food. You feel full and you feel satisfied. When we eat whole foods, we know that we don't have those crashes like eating processed foods and sugary foods do. While they might feel satisfying in the moment, we know that they don't really make us feel full in the long term and feel satisfied in the long term. I love eating a ton of protein. And what I've really learned is from reading and listening to experts in this is it's important, even if you do intermittent fasting, to get to spread it out. So to eat 30 to 50 grams of protein for each of your three meals so that you space it out. So it's not like you are kind of eating um, carb-heavy meals. I always tell my family, never eat a naked carb, like kind of makes them giggle, but always pair protein with every meal and spacing it out. So that way you're not like, oh shoot, I'm going to try to get a hundred pounds, a hundred grams of protein in, in my last meal. And then throughout the day, you're kind of having different things that aren't protein rich. You need protein all day long for that energy. And it also helps support and build your growing muscles from the training that we're doing in the gym. I did a podcast episode. It's episode 240, if you want to go back and listen. It's all about how to eat 100 grams of protein a day. So I know for people who are getting a lot less protein than that, it can feel like so much and so overwhelming. So in that episode 240, I give lots of ideas of how to actually hit that number, how to get in protein, how to make it different and not just like you're eating plain chicken breast. It's just like oh, like not appealing. How to make it yummy? How to make it work for you? So go back to episode 240. Another episode that pairs nicely with this one is episode 88. And that one is basically all about longevity. It's called How to Be Awesome at Exercise and Diet. So you are awesome at age 100. And that one's just all about thinking about all of this for longevity, for the long term, how we are going to function in our older years of life, not just thinking about losing weight, being thin, looking good in our clothes now, but sort of the long game of this. So let's break down those two. First, building muscle, and then eating protein. And then let's whiz through the other things that I think will make you feel so good and look so good. And when I say look, I don't just mean thin and lean and toned, even though that's kind of what we're focusing on in this episode. Um, but also like your skin looks more vibrant. Um, if you're tend to having oily skin or acne, you, your skin just looks more clear. You're more rested. You don't have um, dark circles under your eyes because you're doing all the things to support your overall physical health. Now, I do want to say, I think there's a whole nother kind of mental health component. And I do podcasts on those all the time because I think that that's, that is that is the most important, probably your overall level of stress and your mental health and your mental state of mind. But in this podcast, we're talking about physical, what we're doing to move our body and what we're consuming, how it makes us feel in the short term and in the long term. So first, building muscle. I know a lot of women say, I don't want to lift weights. I don't want to get bulky. And I think that this is one of those things that I hesitated on trying to lift heavy weights. But let me tell you, you will not get bulky. Every trainer will tell you this. You have to lift an insane amount and take supplements and do really crazy strategic lifting and at at, um, strategic reps and heavy, heavy weights to get bulky. You will not get bulky. I'm telling you, you will do the opposite. You will lean out. I think for me, the combination of lifting heavy weights is by doing some days of actual heavy weights. I love obeyfitness.com. I love their sculpt classes, um, I'm sorry, their power classes or their strength classes. Those are the ones that are, or if you're just doing them at home on your own, those are the heavy weights and doing the right reps for you. It's squats, it's lunges, it's shoulder work, it's curls, it's all the traditional exercises, but really doing heavy weights, the white right reps to where you really feel it. When I end each workout, I know if that was a growth workout or if it was a maintain workout. And I use my daily calendar, I write down what I did for movement that day and I write down how did I feel? And if it's a growth workout, if I felt like I pushed it, I got stronger, if that was hard, I'm going to be sore tomorrow, that's growth. Maintain is still good and some days need to be maintain days because every you need to rest and recover and do other things to supplement. So if I do a a hard strength day, like what we're going to call our strength workouts, which is our heavy workouts. You have full energy. You are doing a full 45 minutes plus of lifting weights. That's going to be our strength day. That's going to be our growth day. Then maybe the next day when you're sore, you wouldn't get back in and do the next, the next thing, but maybe you do it a very cool Pilates or bar or sculpt class, uh, or do it yourself uh, again, I love Obey Fitness, and those are the days when I'll do more of like a laying sculpt class. So it's still super hard, and I want to, you know, there are certain times of like, oh, I want to put my leg down. Like you know that it's hard because you are pushing yourself and you're going to the point of fatigue or where you want to fatigue, but in a different way. And for me, also as a woman who I want to be strong, but I also want to be toned and lean and feel like my when I'm lifting things, my core is engaged, not loose all those type of things. I love the balance of heavy weights, like actually lifting weights and then balancing it with some sort of sculpt. So that's lighter weights. So that's using, I use five pound hand weights and then I use ankle weights varying in weight depending on what type of work that I'm doing. But I've really seen the most results, and I feel my strongest when I alternate it this way. And it also is so fantastic for for monitoring your body. I personally don't do Monday is this type of day, Tuesday is this type of day because I feel different every day and I have different energy levels. So on those days when I know I have full power and I know I have lots of time—not lots of time, but I have you know enough time—those are my full growth days where I'm doing. Heavier weights where I'm doing weights that are between, you know, 10, 15, 20 pound hand weights, and then heavier kettleballs, 50 pound kettleball weight workouts. And I love this because do based on what you feel like, fitness has to be, it can't feel like a chore. It can't feel like something you dread. You have to keep it different. So by having the variety of making sure I get in enough of those, the variety of it, but I find that by doing the strength workouts with the heavy weights, you really build those long muscles, those, those those big muscle groups. And I focus the most on legs because it's the biggest muscle, the biggest muscles in the body. And I want to have the most strength and power in my legs. I want to be, be able to get up and down stairs when I'm old, have less risk of fall, pick up grandkids, be very functional in old age. So I want to work out the biggest muscles the most. Then on the other days when I don't have quite as much time, I'm sore from um, I'm sore from my heavy lifting days. I'll do sculpt workouts, which tone the the smaller muscle groups, which are like the best accessories. I feel like the way it looks, but also the way it feels, is the perfect combination. And I see a lot of trainers online ha- that have programs where they do weightlifting programs plus Pilates, and that's kind of the same thinking that I'm doing. I really think it's doing a combination of heavy weights plus light weights strategically. So whether that's sculpt or Pilates or bar, but I always think if you can, um, even if you're doing a workout that doesn't have necessarily arm weights or ankle weights, I always try to add them on at least for part of it. So if I'm doing something that might kind of be more of a trampoline workout or a hit workout, I try to add light weights to add in that weight training. I feel like my body looks and feels the best when I can add as much weights as possible. Lower cardio. Now, I think that cardio, especially because I spend so much time in cardio cardiologists' offices, I was there for hours yesterday, so I feel like I have interesting insight just because my husband, Craig, if you don't know, has advanced heart disease. He's 51, but his heart, his, his, his hardworking heart is more like a 70 or 80-year-old's heart. So we're in cardiologists offices all the time and talking about cardiovascular health and i will definitely say that cardio is the best for cardiovascular health right so we need to get that in we need to move our body we need to however that is for you walking at an incline or running or doing doing steps i think that cardiovascular health health and building that heart strength is so so important for longevity for sure But what we're talking about here, I think that a lot of people confuse you must do cardio and almost overdo cardio to lose weight and burn calories. And I really think the secret sauce is in the weights. So I like to focus so much more on weight training. And then I also think about my cardio in my actual life. So I make sure I get at least 10,000 steps in every day. If I'm watching the kids play soccer and and there's steps nearby, I'll run the steps. So when I'm in the gym, I it's much harder to get weight workouts done in the outside, in the universe, in the environment as you're doing your daily life. Although I do keep 12-pound weights in my car so that when that moment happens, I can do it out there. Um, but I think that if you spend your gym time mostly on weights and then think about other times when you're chasing your kids around or your kids are at the park, maybe you can do sprints. Um getting in that cardio other ways or doing it in the gym but really focusing like 80% weights, 20% cardio because we need that cardiovascular health but we know that weights are what is going to help us lose weight, get toned, feel our most strong and burn calories throughout the day. Bonus, if you can only burn calories while you're exercising, i.e. cardio or if you can burn calories while you're exercising and throughout the day, i.e. weights, why wouldn't you take the second option? No brainer in my book. So those are all the thoughts on building muscle, the different types of ways to exercise. I really think doing those strong heavy lifting days paired with those other lighter weight days will make you feel your strongest, but also your leanest and your most capable. Okay, on to eating protein. And again, I like to take complicated concepts and simplify them down. And when you think about this, think about, I just need to lift weights and eat protein. Lift weights and eat protein. It just makes it so much easier, right? When you're trying to figure out what to order, never eat a naked carb. Let's get in our protein. So again, I did a full episode on how to actually hit those numbers and get in lots and lots of protein. But The thing that we want to think about is fueling our body with as many whole foods as possible and prioritizing protein. So it's trickier if you don't eat animal products because it's just so hard to get these numbers in. Uh, But there's always ways. I think that Greek yogurt is a great source of protein. Eggs, depending on if you eat those. But we want to really be aware of the things that you really have to eat a lot of cheese or a lot of peanut butter, like sometimes things that we think are protein are actually pretty low in protein, Um, cheese, peanut butter, stuff like that, whereas eggs, but even eggs, you have to eat a lot of eggs. For me, I just love lean protein. I focus most of my meals on lean um, beef, chicken, turkey, and fish. So that way I fill up mostly with protein. And I'm telling you the best thing is you don't have to diet and be hungry. You know, I mean, I really believe in a slight calorie deficit in order to lose weight 100%, but I think you can do that while eating 100 grams of protein. And that's the way you are in a slight calorie deficit to lose weight, but you don't feel hungry. You're not miserable. You're not cranky about it because that protein is usually low calorie like you can eat so much chicken and turkey and it still stays pretty low calorie um and you can add in a half an half an avocado which is that those good fats and calorie dense but in the best way and it's different than eating you know uh, the same amount of calories of oreos the way your body processes it it's just it's just different and by focusing on the protein and getting in a ton of protein you will feel full you will feel satisfied and then when you do have those those treats those processed foods or sweets ideally we're eating Um, organic, non-GMO, and sort of those healthier alternatives, things that are sweetened with coconut sugar instead of cane sugar or maple syrup or honey or those things that our body can process it so it's not a refined sugar or a refined carb. That will help you so much more. But because the majority of what we're eating is protein, we don't have to eat as much of that other stuff. Like you're still getting it in and you're still eating it, but you're not eating a ton of it because you're not eating that to get full. You're basically already full from your proteins and your veggies and the you know the main nutrients that you're getting in but then you're eating those for for fun for you know like the finisher to your meal so that you feel really satisfied and fulfilled and you're not just eating the you're not just eating the protein but you end your meal with something else. You add on something else, but you're eating so much less of it because you're already full. This is just like that, those yummy extra bites, um, to end your meal in the best way. Okay. The other tips that I think change the way I feel on the daily. And again, it's from spending so much time with my primary care doctor, functional medicine, doctor, cardiologists, Um, hormone doctor, all the things to really try to hack how to feel your best, how to have the most energy, how to not crash halfway through the day. I'm going to do another podcast episode soon on sort of the whole plan, like the superwoman plan thing that I think really works the best, or just options to think about and try out for you and see how it works for you and how you feel in your body. Um, But the secret, some of, some of the secret sauces to how I feel like I have more energy and feel better than I ever have. Hydrate with electrolytes. Water itself is not enough. You need electrolyte packets. I love City electrolyte packets. There are lots of them. You just want to make sure that they are super clean and do not have natural flavors, which is just another term for artificial flavoring. Next, take magnesium powder every night. I did my favorite magnesium powder as one of my awesome thing a day features on Instagram and on our website howtobeawesomeateverything.com. It is a game changer. I had to get off the magnesium powder for a week for I am just redoing my sibo test. So, once or twice a year, I'd redo the sibo breath test to see how my gut is doing and see if what level of sibo is there. I think there will always be kind of like some level, but we're hoping it's really low. Um, But I still do get occasional bloating. So we want to know, is it from the SIBO or is it something else? So I had to um, stop doing the magnesium. You can't take any sort of magnesium or anything that helps you go to the restroom for a full week. And I'm telling you, it made me like the first thing I'm going to do when I'm done with this test today is take a huge dose of magnesium because it just, it makes my stomach not feel knotted up. I just, everything flows so much better. I cannot live without it. I will never travel without it. If you have a, if you don't go to the restroom every single day, you need to stop everything right now and get magnesium powder. Do one Start easy, do like one like level teaspoon um, a night. Now I do either like a heaping tea- teaspoon or like a nice tablespoon mixed with water every night and it just helps you, your stomach, um, digest and go to the bathroom and it really is calming. Magnesium is such a superpower in so many other ways too. So magnesium powder every night. Also sleep at least seven hours. I've talked about this a ton where when I was younger and running my company with small babies, I would compromise sleep way too much. Now I will not. If something can't get done, it my, unless it's urgent or there's a crazy deadline, my sleep, I, it has to wait till the next day. I will not compromise sleep anymore just because I know all the benefits, health in the short term and in the long term. Next, get in 10,000 steps every single day. No negotiation if it's almost If it's almost the end of the day and you're not there, you're walking around the house to get those ten thousand. It's a requirement. Next, take collagen and creatine, two other powders that I mix into my greens powder, usually at lunch, that I feel like help me build muscle, have more energy, be more focused. Um, All the cognitive stuff I feel like really, really helps. I love. I really like powders too because it just. You, you can add more in. I feel like sometimes the body absorbs it better or just differently, especially if you're taking lots of supplements. You're not ending up with, you know, 10 pills at every meal. So I love doing the magnesium powder, the electrolyte powder, the collagen powder, and the creatine powder with a scoop of greens powder. Whew, so much goodness. I feel like I feel it right away. And I love it. Again, this is a lifetime journey of learning and training and getting stronger and figuring out how we can function best and be lean and be strong and not just keep doing the same things we've always done because it's the same things we've always done, but breaking out of that routine, getting uncomfortable, not, not worrying about risking or, or just sucking at fitness or you know, starting with, with low weights or feeling like it's really hard at first. Listen, it should always be hard a different kind of hard and it gets more fun, but it's always hard because we're always pushing ourselves, adding a little bit more weights, adding a little bit more reps, trying a new different type of fitness that you've never tried before. Hard is the game plan. That will never change. We just embrace the hard and it becomes different because when you see yourself getting, getting more muscles and stronger and leaner and losing that weight that you don't like, It's just, it's the best motivator. When you're in the middle of the sock, you're like, this sucks, but it's worth it. But it can take so much longer. Like most things, it can take so much longer than we'd like to actually see a difference. But I'm telling you, you will feel a difference in the first week. That's for sure. So leaning into more weights, more protein, and simplifying the way we think about being lean, right? Just build muscle and consume protein. And of course, all the other things. More, as many whole foods as possible and as few processed foods as possible. Getting in your steps, getting in your sleep, all those things are important. But if you just think about two things, it makes it so simple. Build muscle, lift weights, and consume protein. So much more to come on this. I love talking about all the things, again, that I've learned from experts that I've tried in my life, that have really helped and that I wish I would have known at the beginning of my journey and I think are really valuable and really helpful ping me on Instagram let me know what you want to hear more of uh, my instagram is Lind- at Lindsay's cloud you can always check us out how to be awesome at everything.com so much good stuff coming have a really awesome day and I think if I were to say one last takeaway here it would be start today start doing some of these things today. Do one one step towards lifting weights and consuming protein. It's in those little changes that lead to big changes, that that lead to new habits, that lead to big growth, and becoming our most awesome selves. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast.